Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! What else? What else am I going <laughs> to do at this point? Rippy, stop. He's, Rippy, fucking no. <laughs> he's, on the, he's on the table. We've got these like fake flowers on the table. And he's like just like gently chewing on it like a fucking twat. Yep. That sounds about right. Oh, God. We dealt with that pretty much all Christmas because we had like this big fluffy centerpiece and the cats would just get up there and be like, I was like, that's not, that's not for you. And he's like, there's literally these little fake berries on it. And he's yep. I don't know what it is about the (laughs) fake berries. Cats are like, fake berries. Are they real? And it's like, stop. You're embarrassing yourself and you're embarrassing me. Oh, well, shall we? Let's talk about a bee, huh? Let's talk about a bee and not a spelling my, bee. My favorite film, Feeny and the Bee. Feeny and the Bee. <laughs> Starring oh. Kiki Palmer. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Yes. Yeah, so welcome to the Feeny call. We are, we are, I was going to say low stakes today. It is kind of low stakes because, uh, you know, we're, we're back to, recording remotely today just until you know life gets all everything thaws out a little bit i am recovering from covid and uh somehow skylar is the i've had so many golden child (laughs) immune to everything i i literally have had so many exposures in the last two weeks like and not even like bs ones that's i mean obviously sarah and then logan those are two mm-hmm. very close personal exposures. And yeah. then like at least three people at my workplace have tested positive in the last like two weeks. What? Yeah. yeah not Skylar yeah, apparently going, is the man of steel. The, the thing with those ones though, too, it's not like they've all been on the same shift and all tested positive mm. sort of thing. They've been like spread out. It's not like people that have worked right next to each other. So I don't really think that it's spreading in the workplace. I just think that it's, like statistically yeah. <laughs> you know that's fair that's fair well today we're talking about season six episode 19 be true and our fun fact comes from our listener eileen eileen said that a fun fact about this episode is one of the cast it's one of the cast's least favorite episodes to film Bonnie Bartlett also revealed that they had to repeatedly anesthetize the bee that Feeney grabs because it kept waking up and it actually stung Bill Daniels at one point. So I hope that's, (laughs) I know it's not because he's not holding the bee when he actually gets stung in the episode, but that would be so perfect if they just kept rolling. And that was the moment where it got stung and he's like, ow. Mm -hmm. Another little fun fact for us. Oh, thank you so much, Eileen. That was a great that was a fun fact. I read about them not liking this episode very much, but that's super funny about the bee. And I'm glad that Bill Daniels was okay. Hopefully he wasn't allergic. Um, but my other little fun fact for the day is that Matthew Lawrence is, so as far as the B plot goes, of course, we have this height difference happening and Matthew Lawrence is five, eight, and then Maitland is five, ten and a half. So there's really, I feel like they, they lead us to believe that there's like a six inch difference it's only two and a half inches Hmm. it does feel exaggerated it does i don't know if they told him to like slump or whatever but Uh uh-huh but yeah yeah 
now it's I have a, to do a that's, recap. That's, you know, it's funny that they didn't like, does it, I love this episode, actually. I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's funny, too. I like, here's the thing. I really like the first half of the episode. Once we get to, like, the boys are, like, get it, about to get caught, and they're like, oh, no, it's Feeny. And then all of the stuff with, like, her ex-husband coming into the room and being like, all oh, this stuff is junk compared... I don't like that whole thing. Cause I think that's like, I definitely see the script is not great in that part of it, but like that first scene where Eric and Feeney are sitting at the table and talking to each other. I'm like, this is great. This is funny. I think, I think most of this episode works. I think everyone gets to be really funny. Like I yeah. think the Godfather shit with the big show yeah. is funny. I think, I think that the, the, the Corey and Sean, like, going through the motions of doing nonsense is funny like you know i'm here for the two of them getting to goof off that's always oh yeah so well we just had like this heartbreaker with tommy and so now i'm ready to have a little bit of an escape i'm I'm all for it yeah so anyway i guess the cast might not have liked it because i don't i don't know bonnie bartlett just didn't like the script I suppose. I mean, th- there's a lot shoehorned into 22 minutes here or whatever, but like the, the comedic bits work for me. I'm not going to pretend that yes. the script is a work, a stroke of genius, but the performances <laughs> and the comedic bits, they work. Fair, fair. All right. Let me pull up my timer. We can do a quick, quick little recap. I'm just going to ah. slurp my coffee into the microphone. Is that okay? Great. Right here, really close up. How was that? Did you hear that? That was great. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that blessing. You're so welcome. I'll let All you right. recap now. <laughs> no more recording remotely. I'm putting my foot down. You have too much you freedom. Had, too much liberties. A, yeah, well, too much COVID. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You are not wrong. And I'm not out here trying to catch it again. All right. Mm-hmm. And away. We go. So Eric is like, you love Tuffini. You love Dean Bolander. Just just do it. And he's like, no, no, you got to take things slow. But on the flip side, Dean is like, no, he's got to speed things up. So then uh, Cor- Eric goes to Corey and Sean to hatch this plan to get them to eventually um, like get them together. Her ex-husband shows up. It's all kind of chaotic for a while, but then her ex-husband shows that he's an asshole. So they eventually, Feeney and Bonnie eventually get together and then he will Eric, nope, Jack <laughs> wants to go out with Rachel or Rachel wants to go out with Jack, but, um, oh, I'm out of time, but he's afraid of the height difference. Like a weenie. Yeah, I, I wasn't timing that myself. Um, I, I do feel like it went long. Am I, am I right? <laughs> 32 seconds <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's fine whatever i i let me let me go ahead and say i don't care about the jack and rachel plot i don't um, either I, I don't care at all about it i think the little old ladies saying she's too tall for you like the rule of three there works it's yeah, kind of funny um that's just like comedy science and that's fine but the rest of it i don't care about <laughs> no the rest of it is silly i agree What's very funny as we talk about this is the unintentional pun of describing the the B plot and the B plot. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, that's, fine. That's that good. Did, did, not, <laughs> did not tickle you the same way it was making me think it was pretty funny. So whatever. 
I was like, oh, that that makes sense. That checks out. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, but I guess I'll just go and I don't know. That was good. That was good. No, what did you don't learn? Do it. You had your chance. <laughs> I let you doubt. I'm so sorry. What did I learn? I learned. Did you that, learn anything? Uh, uh, love is worth taking risks for. That's beautiful. Yeah. Love is, is worth the risk. Um, so poetic. You know, Feeney makes up a lot of excuses about going slow and whatnot at all. Just It feels like stalling. You know, it's all just stalling because he's afraid of jumping in. Mm-hmm. too fast right you know he's scared of the rejection mm-hmm. which is fine i understand that's why i haven't applied to grad school i get it um but <laughs> <laughs> um you know the, the you gotta gotta take it's worth the risk you gotta it take is. the risk and he finally he does he takes a risk grabs a b grabs the b you know that's the new metaphor you just gotta reach out and grab you that just B. gotta guy. grab life by the b <laughs> Oh no, that can be taken too many ways. Never mind. Forget I said it. It could be so many, so many things. Um, Put it on a t-shirt. Grab wife by the bee. Um, And what did you learn today, Megan? Um, Pretty much the same thing. There's some, I guess, risk and uh, mischief that is worth the reward. And this, in this case, it is worth the reward because obviously. I don't think they would have gotten together if Sean and Corey hadn't done pulled their. I mean, it would have, it probably would have taken them a little longer um, if Sean and Corey hadn't pulled their little stunt in the lab. I'd say, or what did it, it, it's it a science, says, lab. science lab? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's decidedly not a science lab, but it says it is. It says it on the door. Yeah. I was just like, I guess you could call, I don't, that seems like a lot of mental gymnastics, but that's fine. But yeah, a little, well, while we're a there, little risk is worth the reward. Let's um let's Actually jump in on that real fast. Yes. Um the the not so science lab where he's apparently storing everything he's ever found that he has not then either Sold. delivered to a museum, a collector, or repatriated to whoever he stole it from. <laughs> It's like just like a fucking hodgepodge of anything and everything. I'm like, they said that the dude stored something from his last expedition here, not the like his whole life. It's whole, yeah, <laughs> right. It's a whole room. Yeah, it's like a fucking antique shop in there. Um, yeah, no kidding. So so let's get into into what's his name? Um, archaeologist asshole here. Yeah, that's a good. His, I just um, watched the episode. I should know his name. I just keep wanting the, to call the, him Clark. Clark. It's not. I, I feel like it is a C. No, I feel like it is a C. No. Is it? Cunt. Cunt. <laughs> oh, no. If my parents listen to this, they're going to be so mad at me. Curtis. Niving. Curtis. Uh, anyway, Niving. We're, you were close. You were close. I'm saying. That was a. That was a C and a U, so yeah, exactly. Like halfway there, really. Yeah. And there's a T in there. I mean, yeah, you got. I basically got it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I basically knew. Right, Um, Curtis. So, so Curtis is exactly what's wrong with archaeology. (laughs) 
yeah. in this story, this story that he's telling his the, these students, right? He's like running from some tribal chief, presumably because he has stolen something of theirs, <laughs> and they are still clearly very much a functioning <laughs> <living> society. <laughs> Oh, and he's so proud of himself. And I'm like, wow, you're you're the fucking worst. And like, yeah. you know, Indiana Jones um has all kinds of problematic stuff with Indiana Jones, obviously. And that's kind of what we're playing on here. That's that's the bit, I guess. Yeah. Um but at least with Indiana Jones stories, the the like real villains are always Nazis, you know? Yes, correct. And it's so like, like stealing it's more it's easier away. to root for him yeah because there's nazis and like you're always gonna yeah. root against those so yeah you absolutely should. Uh, <laughs> you, you should. kids at home if you're listening root against nazis please always root against the nazis um whereas like i think i feel like curtis is the guy the nazis hire in the first indiana jones movie to like help them out you know the, like other archaeologists I, I don't even i'm like really betting a lot on the fact that you have seen an arc oh yeah indiana jones actually okay <laughs> having never spoken about it together um yeah but that other guy in the first movie that the nazis hired and like he's helping them that's who curtis is yeah he's yeah that guy that's fair yeah it's out here stealing shit from indigenous tribes and putting it in museums yeah like an asshole yeah and then i mean it's kind of, it's funny then when they go in and like start breaking stuff at the same time i'm mm -hmm. like I, I i don't know if i would just leave that stuff lying around i'm not gonna lie if i if it's supposed to be like priceless and you mm -hmm are intending on like selling it or using it as an example. I don't know if I would just be leaving it in unlocked rooms for anyone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And also why I does the man have a brain, a brain in a jar? Why? Yeah. Not, no that's not archeology. span No, that's, <laughs> that's not how digging up old <laughs> shit works. You don't find <laughs> fully squishy bread. Now, do I think the shit that Corey and Sean do with it is hilarious? Yes. World's first brain and the oldest jar and all these like stupid, stupid things. Very funny. So funny. I love, love for this script to lean into the fact that these two are terrible, terrible students. Um, always fun for me. Yes. But there's no reason for the man to have a brain in a jar. No, absolutely not. But no. that's one of my favorite mm -hmm. moments when it breaks in half and Sean is like, okay, do you want creativity or motor skills? <laughs> <laughs> Personality motor skills. Yes. Yeah. It's a great. Oh, well, that is a funny, and which is also oh. hilarious because then what it tells me is that the man, the, the he does know something yes. about the brain. Every time Sean uh, like opens his mouth when they're in that room, he says something along the lines of, oh, that's mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z. Oh, that, you the, know, I'm like, you. The rare Phoenician thing. mallet. Yeah. Yeah. He's no, like, I, oh, that's an I, old I, the, dental the tool. That, yeah, an old ancient Egyptian dental tool. Oh, I want the Phoenician mallet. That bath in Phoenician. Uh, yeah, that that kind of shit really worked for me because it's a great great it's like a good solid sketch joke where here we have yeah. this like idiot savant type she's like very well aware of what all these things are but also has no regard or respect for any of that yeah that's fair it does feel very like sketch comedy especially 
in a lot of these like moments with Corey and Sean, it does feel mm-hmm. a lot like sketch comedy. Hi, Ducky. Yeah, he saw a doggo at the window. He's putting his little hackles up and stretching his neck like a dinosaur. He's like, oh, yeah? You want to walk in my neighborhood? In my area? <laughs> this is my turf, you son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. You got right, Ducky. Yeah, right. Very scary, boy. Oh, yeah. So scary. Terrifying. Good, Good boy. Ducky. Yeah. Anyway, um, Topanga and Angela are too attracted to this man. They 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 yes. show in the classroom that they find him attractive. Yep. I am not not okay with it. No. And I think that it's it's supposed to like play on the Indiana Jones thing where he's yeah. like the hot professor or whatever and all the girls are in love with him and that's But Harrison kind of what Ford was a to... hot professor. Exactly. It's it's way different when you bring Harrison Ford into the mix. Like let's let's not let's call a spade a spade. Um this guy is not not Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, I, I, I guess that they're just trying to give them something because they don't really do a lot. They're not in the episode very much. I don't need them there. I I don't either. Could have just had a day off, you know, (laughs) you just stick them there and just pay them to come sit in a chair and just exist in the world. But then you don't need to give them extra things to do it's fine. right i agree that's how i feel about the jack and rachel could have could have given the time off you know yeah, we don't need it the that forced the, it does feel forced the button where they're being robbed at the end and it's yeah, an old what? lady who says she's too tall for you that that hits for me that's kind of funny honestly because <laughs> it's it hits like, for me because this like just like the rule of three and yeah. like how can we squeeze one more of these in here? And it's a little unexpected and it works. It works for me. That's it. The rest of the plot I don't care about. Yeah. And then she just walks out with her stereo or whatever. I mean, at that point, just, just let her, she's gone through all the trouble. Mm -hmm. For a second. Mm -hmm. I was like, this isn't the episode where Eric moves back. Is it because they like walk in and they like look unsure. And I was like, wait, does Eric move back? And then it was the old lady stealing their stereo. I couldn't, I didn't remember. I didn't remember either. What, who, who, like who was there. So that was a, that was a good fun surprise for me. Cause I had forgotten. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's a very (sighs) inconsequential. I think they just threw it in there because they wanted to run mind us that Jack and Rachel were a thing. I'm not really sure why they felt the need to put that in there, but oh, I have a question. Why okay. is Fe- Feeney teaching quantum physics? Oh my God. What does <laughs> what is Feeney a professor of? This episode no has made it more confusing than anything else because it was my understanding. Now like okay, so so he was a grade school teacher. Yep. And a grade school teacher teaches all the shit, right? Yep. Fine. Cool. Done. And then in high school, he was decidedly their history teacher. Mm-hmm. Yes. Consistently, right? Yeah. And although I'm, did he, was he ever like a literature or English I teacher? Was no, it was just, always, well, Turner was for like the first Turner was half, like but lit, when they yeah. were seniors, maybe he was like English lit. Yeah, I think it might have still been history, but maybe like they peppered in a little bit of it. I don't know. But it was decidedly mostly like a history teacher. Mm-hmm. And then in college here, 
I'm trying to think if they've ever really told us what he is a professor of. It's definitely never been stated. I'm trying to just use context clues based on whatever he's been teaching in class and what people have been studying. Um, sorry. Um, no, you're fine. I'm trying to think of when. I'm trying to think of what. We've seen him teach before, I think. Or am I thinking of the episode where he came back and I might be thinking of where he came back the first time and took a class because that was a psych class. That he, was, he was in a teaching yeah. psych class. No, he was okay. in the psychology class. Yeah. And then he's he gives Corey and Sean passes on their papers, but I don't know that he ever specified what the papers are on. Yes. Um because I guess, I, yeah, it's it's unclear. And then at the beginning of this, when Curtis finishes his lecture, Feeney launches into talking about reading, about archaeology and like, yeah. history. So it feels like it's some sort of history class, maybe. A very specific one. I'm not sure what. Uh, but maybe a history class. But then, yeah, later, he's like teaching the history of quantum physics. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> doesn't check out for me doesn't does not track mm -mm. does not make any sense whatsoever no um mm -mm -mm. so yeah i don't know what he's a professor of anymore apparently he just professes professing professor <laughs> he just goes wherever they tell him to go they're like hey you're yeah. teaching quantum physics today he's like oh, oh okay right he's reverted all the way back to kindergarten once again and that he just teaches everything. where you're just teaching everything yeah yeah you're right he is a, a math english history mm -hmm. uh, science teacher follow-up question eric mm -hmm. and not nope Corey and sean at the end of this episode obviously were punished for causing chaos in the science lab quote mm -hmm. science lab eric why is he being punished he didn't do anything True, he didn't do anything. He shouldn't be punished. No. Um, also, I guess Corey Corey should have been expelled. Oh, easily. He's on pro he's on probation. Yeah, that's a good so, point. He mentions it. He mentions it in the episode when Eric first approaches them at the bake sale doing the Godfather bit. Corey reminds him that he's on probation for hitting a teacher, and that he's in one wrong step. He like he mentions it in this episode. And then, like, Feeney says to, to Dean Bolander, he's like, thanks for going easy on the boys. And she's like, oh, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. And to that, I say, her hands are tied. The boy's <laughs> on probation. And, yeah. and he did something that he wasn't supposed to do. He should have been. So. Yeah, that's fair. He should have been kicked out. Should have been, should have been expelled. Listen, if you told me. Hey, I've got this freshman, and in the course of his freshman year, he has hit a teacher and broken into a science lab and damaged several uh, like rare artifacts. Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, man, gets done. But he's Corey, so he gets all the passes in the world. That's privilege right there. Okay, that's being a main <laughs> character. <laughs> the main character. Main character syndrome. Corey suffers from it all yes. the time. Corey suffers greatly from main character syndrome. <laughs> and benefits from being yeah. 
from main characters from maybe literally being the main character of the show but you know i mean yeah anyway (laughs) those are all um, my notes actually yeah Oh no. Topanga Topanga does lie for them, which kind of surprised me. Yeah. I think everyone at this point is just so on board with getting Dean Bolander and Feeney together that at this point it's just like, whatever, do what do what you gotta do. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Um who's your MVP? It's Eric. It's Eric. Yeah. For not really any specific reason, mostly just because he's the one instigating most of this because he, mm-hmm. you know, it just shows it's another layer of the Feeney Eric relationship. I think it's very sweet that he tries to get involved and that he is helping Feeney. Um, he does start projecting at one point. So, you know, he needed to be <laughs> calmed down for a second. But other than that, other than that, he did. He did good. I want I want all of the listeners. Um, you know, you're not getting the visual version of this, but as Megan said, it's Eric. As she answered that question, she kind of reached up and adjusted her glasses, and, like, <laughs> smiled, and was like, "It's Eric." Like it was almost as if like he was here and she was flirting with him. Um, <laughs> yes. um, I do agree. It is it is in fact Eric. Yeah, um, it is. and he, he didn't deserve he, to be punished at the end. No, he didn't. He didn't do anything. He didn't break anything. He's got a good heart. If he was punished, then Topanga and Angela should have been punished too. So, and maybe they were. We just yeah. don't see them. But I was just like, this feels a little. This feels like a stretch to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But that's all. That's all I got. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah. That is so, pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Ducky, stop it. I feel like we just had such a hard hitter that now this is so, you know, it's just fun. It gets us out for a second before we dive back into more Corey and Topanga drama coming up in the, at the end of this season and into the next season, into our last season, which is so weird to think about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're almost there. We're almost we know. there. We've been doing this for a while. I know. I was listening to my favorite murder last night and they said something, I was listening to an old episode and they said something about doing this for like four years or something like that. And I was like, yeah, we're getting close. Three yeah, years we is started a short amount of time. It was the spring of spring of 2019. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The hole will be three years old in April. Toddler. Guess <laughs> <laughs> we're already a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> but we're in the terrible twos Ooh. at the moment. All right. I, I got to like get you ready. Go. You got to go work soon. I yeah. do. Indeed. Yeah. Love it. Great. Find us Ducky on the, uh... yawns goodbye. Thank you all. Find us online. Yeah. Find us on the internet. And if you haven't heard it already, go back and listen to the interview that we did with Allie from Nobody's Angel last week. It was a great interview. We had such a good time talking to her. And uh, you'll hear a little insider scoop on season six of Boy Meets World. That's true. That's true. It was a good time. All right. Thank you guys. And as always, class dismissed.